0: Hi, thank you for joining me on Words of Truth. I'm Pastor Mark. The story is told of two men who were walking through a field one day when they spotted an enraged bull. Well, instantly they darted toward the nearest fence. His storming bull followed them at hot pursuit, and it was soon apparent that they weren't going to make it. Terrified, the one shouted to the other, Put up a prayer, John. We're in for it. John answered, I can't. I've never made a public prayer in my life. But you must, urged his companion, the bull is catching up to us. All right, panted John, I'll, I'll say the only prayer I know, the one my father used to repeat at the table. Lord, for what we are about to receive, make us truly thankful. <laughs> well, that's a funny story with a true principle. What's your response to hardship when it comes your way? Is it one of discouragement and dis- and despair? The Bible says that the spirit of peace should rule in the Christian life in all of our circumstances. And a lot of people wonder how that's even possible. There are so many things that can happen. So how in the world can we have peace all the time? Well, God has given us some guidelines to follow in his word, and they're found in the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Let me read it for you. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, the first guideline is to not allow circumstances to mold your behavior. He says, be anxious for nothing. Maybe you have a tendency to worry. Well, you're not alone. The Philippian Christians were continuously worrying. And Paul exhorts them to stop it. The verb used for anxious refers to the harassing cares that affect the believer's life. It's the idea of being pulled in different directions. This word makes it clear that this kind of anxiety has no place in the Christian life. Anxiety or worry can have a definite effect on our lives. Did you know that? There are physical consequences, headaches, ulcers. It even affects our thinking. But even more seriously, anxiety has spiritual consequences. You see, anxiety amounts to wrong thinking and wrong feeling, and in short, it's sin. It robs our hearts and minds from the peace that God wants us to experience. It distracts our minds from God, hindering our spiritual growth. Jesus said in Luke 10, 41, Martha, Martha. You're worried and bothered about so many things. And like Martha, so many people today are anxious and bothered over so many things when they should be anxious for nothing. We should never be filled with with anxious care. And when we do find anxiety creeping in, well, bring it to God in prayer and cast your care onto him. You see, if we're going to conquer anxiety and live peacefully, then we have to meet God's conditions. And the first condition is to present our needs to the Lord. Verse 6 continues by saying, In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Prayer is the alternative to anxious cares. And notice that Paul doesn't simply say to pray about it but he uses three different words to describe right praying. The first one he uses is the word, well, prayer. It's a word that carries the idea of adoration and devotion and worship. When you come against um, worry, when you come against hardship, well, our reaction is to worry, right? But, you know, anyone can do that. In contrast, our first reaction should be to get alone with God and worship Him. You see, we have to be able to see the majesty and greatness of God and that He's big enough to solve all of our problems. Instead of rushing into His presence to hastily tell Him all of our needs, we need to calmly come to Him into His presence and worship Him. The second word Paul uses is supplication. Now, this is a word that means to earnestly share our needs and problems. With what kind of intensity do you share your needs with God? Half heartedly? Hoping for the best, but not really sure? Do you reduce the infinite to the finite by placing limits on God? You see, God wants us to be earnest in our asking. That's the way Jesus prayed in the garden. While his disciples dozed off to sleep, Jesus prayed with such intensity that he sweat drops of blood. Author and theologian Warren Wearsby says that supplication is not a matter of carnal energy, but spiritual intensity. I like that. Paul goes on to use a word that should always accompany our prayers. It's the word thanksgiving. You know, too often we're eager to ask but slow to give thanks. When Jesus healed the ten lepers, only one of the ten returned to give thanks. I wonder if the percentage is any higher today. Our prayers and petitions should always include praise. No matter how great the need in our eyes, we're to be thankful We thank God that we can pray and petition him and for the assurance that he will answer. In essence, we're thanking him in advance by faith that he'll answer. What kind of things should we take to God? Just the big things? (laughs) No. Paul says that in everything, be in prayer with thanksgiving. You know, we're prone to pray just about the big things in life and forget about the little things. Well, until the little things grow to be big things, right? But God is interested in every detail of our lives. He's even interested in what may seem to be the most insignificant things to us. God is interested in it all. Nothing is ever too small and nothing is ever too big to bring to God in prayer. The result of prayer and thanksgiving is found in verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul says that you'll receive the peace of God. It will guard your heart, which is your emotions. In other words, you'll have emotional peace. And it will guard your mind, which is your intellect. In other words, you'll be thinking right and the stress and strain will be calmed. Not long ago, I was going to have a really important meeting that I felt could be very stressful and that could go either really bad or really good. But I wasn't sure which way it would go. And for a while, I was really getting stressed over it. I didn't sleep well for a couple of nights, but I finally decided that God is either in control or not in control. And that I just, needed to cast all of my cares about this meeting onto him. And in that moment, God took away my worry and replaced it with peace. And by the way, God also gave wisdom in that meeting and brought about a good resolution. That's what it means to cast our cares onto God. God gives a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's superhuman rather than a psychological peace. It's unexplainable when something is placed into the hands of God through prayer and thanksgiving, then the spirit of peace will rule your life in all circumstances. Thanks for listening today. I'll see you next time.